Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Matthew Cause. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. And we could talk about the match, Denmark versus Belgium, how Denmark needs this more than Belgium is there 0-0-1. Belgium is 1-0-0. But the, all eyes are going to be on how Denmark plays. How are they feeling right now? First match after the Christian Eriksen cardiac arrest. Right before the start of the match, you saw Christian Eriksen uh, jersey that had been framed, that had been given to the Denmark team. Meanwhile, Belgium coming in hot. They beat Russia 3-0 in their opener. So we get you set for that match. We go live to Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen. And uh, on the call, Connor McNamara, Karen Carney, and Gary Flintoff. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. Goosebumps and... I don't think I've seen such a, an emotional national anthem from the, from, from the fans, from the players when he zoomed in on them. You can see the emotion in them. And then that huddle now, that last huddle there where Kerr just went into his team, got them all together. Look, it's not going to be easy given the circumstances and even more so playing against a number one ranked team, Belgium, who playing pretty well. But like as you said, we're going to see if this helps or hinders the Danish side. But... Um, We'll see how it goes. Ahead of kickoff, uh, all of the Belgian players are taking a knee. The Danes all stay on their feet, but their players applaud the Danes making that gesture ahead of kickoff. As Denmark prepared to get the game started, they will play from left to right as we look down. Copenhagen, the venue, Group B. This is the five o'clock kickoff this Thursday on Five Live for the BBC. And we've got Denmark against Belgium and so emotional. I think, you know, we, we all went through the ringer, even from a distance looking on on Saturday. I mean, I'm sort of getting flashbacks to how I felt at the time, how these players were able to play that day and continue, how they're able to come out and play today. It, it actually is remarkable. And I think as well, when Vertonghen and Kerr both went up for the captain's kind of queen toss and shake, Vertonghen obviously, as you said, gave him the signed jersey, but he gave him a really big hug. And you just see Kerr a little bit, you know, he doesn't, it's understandable given what he's been through, but uh, it was nice to see Vertonghen, you know, share the love and respect before the game. I think, you know, it's a, it's a good reminder and an important reminder. We all get so heated up about VAR and things going wrong and other supporters and blah, 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 blah. It's a game. It is sport. It is fun. And a reminder there. And I think, you know, we're all just happy to be alive on Saturday. And, uh, and I think that is, that is a feel-good feeling that is the vibe around Copenhagen, but also just remembering the scare that everyone did have. Anyway, let's hope the football takes precedent now as Braithwaite attacks down the right-hand side for Denmark. However, he was offside. Flag is raised. Great pace to get there ahead of the byline on the right. He was in the race with Vertonghen, but the flag was raised anyway, and it's going to be a free kick to Belgian left foot back position for them. Well, he's going to have Braithwaite. He's going to be using that pace against Vertonghen, you know, probably not as quick as he was Vertonghen, getting down that side. Both teams are playing similar, and they've just give it away. And Denmark with an early chance. Paulsen, side of goal, and he scores! This is incredible! Two minutes into the game, and already the opening goal for Denmark! It was distressing, it was anguish-filled on Saturday. This afternoon, it is joy and emotion and an absolute burst of relief from the Danish fans. Smiles on faces, a release of joy. Paulsen's first touch and he's putting the, the Danes in front. That is unbelievable, what a start. Belgium give the ball away, they win it back and it falls to Paulsen. He's just on the outside of the penalty area, takes a touch in, right foot and puts it in the back of the net. 
to back the emotion. The crowd got behind him, Paulson himself, tearful. We spoke about was it going to be a hinder or a help, but wow, this team have galvanised and what a finish and what a start. Roberto Martinez will not believe what he's seen there. There was no danger at all. Denier with a pass that gave it away and there was one minute and 39 seconds on the clock when Paulson shot beat Courtois into the bottom corner. Well, if Belgium were wondering, was this going to be a difficult task today against an emotional sprung Danish team? They've just got their answer. Denmark won, Belgium nil already, and FIFA's top-ranked team in the world find themselves in a game now as Tillemans down the other end sends in a cross-come shot that was flicked on by Mertens, and Schmeichel stood firm and made a good save. Excellent start to the match. What a game! Now, Belgium have gone the other end, Tillemans whips it in, gets the cross in the head, and Schmeichel comfortably saves it, but it's end-to-end -end already. What a game. One minute, 39 seconds. Wow. As Denmark released just the atmosphere. We, we, we mentioned how it was a pressure cooker of emotion. People were crying during the anthems. A really strange mood that we don't often see inside a football stadium. And all that pressure cooker valve was just relieved with the joy and relief of the Paulson strike of the goal. And Denmark fans are celebrating again. And who knows where they go from here now? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But look, going back to the goal, it was clinical and well executed from Paulson but you have to say what were Belgium doing playing out you know shocking pass but they've been punished they've got to respond now terrible ball from Denier who's one of the changes in the team as Hoybier crosses from the right hand side for Denmark and there's no one marking uh, Mailer here and he steps into the penalty area he tries to take on Vertonghen he's through him out comes Courtois bravely dives down at the feet of the wing back but Denmark were almost in again Belgium are all over the place here they give the ball away in the edge of their penalty area Damsgaard will run into the box for Denmark he slips as he sends in a low cross Braithwaite tried to flick it at the front post and somehow it's shoveled out for a corner Belgium are hanging on here and in severe danger of going 2-0 down exactly what you said I cannot believe Belgium are all over the shot given the ball away defending poorly in the penalty area you know Mailer gets in there he gets the opportunity doesn't take the shot and it happens to fall through comes back across the Braithwaite and again just managed to clear it but tell you what Belgium are all over the shot wonderful close touch control from Mailer as he burst into the penalty there like a jinking winger rather than a defender but of course he plays for Atalanta who are just held for leather always in attack mode so he's used to coming forward and uh, that was another let off for Belgium and you know they go 2-0 down and you'd actually worry if they could recover despite this being so early in the game it's a red wave from Denmark as they attack with Mela again down the left hand side Mounier trying to keep tabs on him high ball delivered in header on target is saved it was Daniel Vess his header on target but Courtois stretching to his right hand side is able to gather 1-0 to Denmark again the cross came in from the left hand side and as you said race is coming in on the right hand side he's running in very very late I mean it was a great ball in from for Mayer again but he's, he's coming in last minute he's unmarked and he doesn't get enough power on the header but tell you what this new formation that they changed to Denmark They've gone to a back three and they're pushing the, the wing backs on in, in Mayer and Vaz and you've seen how positive it is and tell you what, if you're asking who's the number one yeah. ranked team, <laughs> it is not Belgium at this moment. The goal, one minute 39 seconds, the second fastest goal ever at a European Championships. The only quicker goal than that was Dimitri 
uh, Kirichenko for Russia against Greece at Euro 2004. He scored after one minute and five seconds, but that was an extremely early start. And wow, you know, talk about living up to the building, you know, the, the, the billing. Talk about brushing off the pressure. What a start it has been. And almost it feels a release card. It almost feels they've spoken about Ericsson so much. They've thought about, they're just relieved to be out there playing football now, doing what they do best. I think as well it was Paulson who got the goal and I really listened and, and also read his interviews how they all opened up as a team from what happened to Christian Eriksen and sometimes when you're so vulnerable with your team and you're living with them and you're with them 24-7 that this it appears like it's galvanised them and, and credit to them and what a start they've had to this, this game well Belgium had it all their own way in their opener I commentated on that game for five live from St. Petersburg and you know, 3-0, there was no stress in that game. Russia hardly had an attempt to goal. They have come here, and any sense of relaxed, and oh, we can take it easy, and there's no problem progressing and all the rest of it. Well, that's been shaken out of them here by such a determined start from Denmark. Yusuf Poulsen's goal, he's ninth for his country. Denmark won, Belgium nil. Still only played seven minutes, but they have been a frantic seven minutes as Mela, who's having a stormer at left wing back, comes forward again for the Danes. Delaney gives it back to Yannick Vestergaard, the six foot six inch giant from Southampton. And then Delaney's ball towards the edge of the penalty area picks out Damsgaard. And that's where it's got a breakdown for the Danes as Mounier shepherds it out for a goal kick. Goal kick for Courtois away to our right hand side. Um, definitely this shape really, really suits. Denmark and getting down the sides of looking really really strong and causing some problems again maybe the aging side of Belgium they can't get out they don't look quite sharp they don't look at it but you know my, my gut is actually saying it's a fantastic start from Denmark and, and brilliant but I hope they keep on this momentum in terms of they've got if they get the chance they've got to keep taking them because Belgium will make changes at some point and here, you don't want it to here they happen. come again Paulson's cross from the left hand side Belgium are making rudimentary mistakes which you do not expect from a team of their calibre. Passes that should be simple are proving difficult. Lukaku slips unopposed and gives the ball away and there's a big cheer from the Danish fans as they regain possession on the halfway line. Denmark won Belgium nil. If you're just joining our coverage here on Five Live, an extremely early goal, well taken by Yusuf Poulsen, but massively aided and abetted by terrible defending from Jason Denier, giving the ball away. But credit Poulsen, he still had work to do. He's against one of the best goalkeepers in the world, Courtois, there from the edge of the penalty area. Boy, did he pick his spot. Denmark come forward again. Long ball launched towards Braithwaite. One in the air by Jan Vertonghen. Belgium get it down on the deck. Carrasco over to the far side to Thomas Mounier. I think Belgium could just do Carrot with a, a period of possession here. Just hold on to the ball and, and start making mistakes, frankly. Well, it's exactly, I was just looking oh, at... Tillemans gets his pocket picked again. Sorry, Carrot. No, I'm looking at the stats just really quickly and they've had 60% possession. And every time, you know, Belgium do win it back, Denmark are on them, they're in their faces... So, you know, really getting the pressure on, being aggressive and trying to win it back really quickly. But you're right, you don't expect a Belgium side to have 40% possession. You know, they really want to dominate the ball and with the shape they have, it's not been good enough. Belgium have had four attempts at goal in the opening seven minutes. That tells you what mood they are in in this very unusual week for Danish football, for Danish life in general. Their poster boy in effect. One of the most talented Danish players there has been in a generation, Christian Eriksen, has shaken the country to the core 
over the last few days and they've turned up today full of celebration and now as we approach the 10th minute the ball is going to be put out of play and this is preordained this is planned the Belgians holding play up so that everyone can stop and applaud including the referee Bjorn Kuipers of the Netherlands there is a massive banner being unveiled by the Danish fans with the word Christian on that people are holding up number 10 Denmark shirts and it's a standing ovation for Christian Eriksen and I'm sure Karen he will be watching these pictures from his hospital bedroom what must he be feeling I mean you know such an outpouring of, of love and I don't think that's too strong a word to use the love that the football world has shown to this guy in the past few days and how appreciated he is ah oh, it's just seeing it all come together and then it just panned in on Lukaku there and he even you know everyone's emotional you know and I'm sure he's watching cheering his team on and you know thinking it's just it's brought everyone together and, and a bad situation has, has there are some positives but you know for it we pondered before kickoff would the emotion of the day be a good thing or a bad thing for Denmark I think from a Belgian point of view you could see their players during that little break and the applause for Ericsson they're playing 12 men here they're playing the 11 they're also playing the, the shadow if you like of Christian Eriksen and the presence that he's bringing to this occasion from afar and it's funny you mentioned at, at the start of the show in terms of you know Christian Eriksen what he brings football wise to this to the Denmark team he's their best player and losing you're thinking wow but again sometimes when you don't have your best player your team have to step up and again given the circumstances and losing your best player as a footballer it's just a togetherness I haven't seen before. Right, and Belgium have not been together at all. They have struggled to create opportunities. There was one ball by Tillemans played into the penalty area, which Mertens tried to flick on, but even that was a comfortable save for, for Kasper Schmeichel. Here is Lukaku trying to use his bulk to force Kerr off the ball, but Simon Kerr stands firm. Ball popped over the top. Uh, Lukaku tries to get after it the second time but out comes Schmeichel and he gets there and little thumbs up from Lukaku to his teammates and he wants better service than he's been having in these opening 11 or 12 minutes he, he's had the ball up to him but he hasn't make it stick and, and that's because the three centre-backs of Denmark have been superb down the other end Paulson's been allowed to turn plays in a brilliant ball and Damsgaard stretching gets a touch but can't divert it towards the goal what a chance for Denmark to make it two Yusuf Paulson's having a fine game his delivery into the penalty area was good and it was actually very good defending from Mounier to get back and to put pressure on Damsgaard but what a chance for Denmark Belgium are all over the shot you know it's a direct kick from Kasper Schmeichel out to Paulson one touch and he puts it into an area the cross is sensational and you're right Damsgaard gets in there but it was well defended but two passes and they're in at the Belgian back line it's not good enough what a game this has been so far you really never know in football do you you never know what you're going to get you never know who's going to turn up boy have Denmark turned up here and Braithwaite is going to try and use his pace here to get there ahead of Vertonghen mistake by the former Tottenham man it's still a chance for Denmark Braithwaite puts it in across the edge of the six yard box he was looking for Damsgaard but it's cleared away Belt, you said it all over the shop I cannot believe this is the same Belgium that wiped the floor with Rush on Saturday it's incredible and Braithwaite He's got the beating of Vertonghen in terms of his pace. Any ball in behind there, he's going to win that battle, and that's what they're going to do. And he got into a good area there, just couldn't get out of his feet and pick the pass in the final third. Then Tonker tries to play the ball to Tolkien Hazard, and again, they can't get out of defence Belgium. The ball out of play for a throw-in to Denmark. Denmark won Belgium nil. Early goal if you're just joining us here on Five Live. Remember, you can listen on the text commentary page of the BBC Sport website. We're also on BBC Sounds, where you can pause and 
rewind and replay live games throughout Euro 2020. And you can also get the Euros Daily, the daily podcast from BBC Radio 5 Live, bringing you up to date with all the news and views and events of the tournament. Belgium, who have been many people's favourites to go and win it, and certainly didn't dampen any of that enthusiasm in their opening game, but they have not been at the races here at all so far. They've not been allowed to by a Danish team who have come out and have just gone for it like their very lives depend on things. Denier, whose mistake led to the early goal, passes to his left-hand side to Jan Vertonghen. Now to the halfway line. Hazard, Tolkien Hazard tries a back heel and he's closed down again by Vass and that's a throw into Belgium. It's really slow from Belgium. Just the passing, it's slow, it's slow. There's, it looks like they're hiding as well. You know, I don't see Tielemans demanding the ball, don't see Dendonka right. demanding the ball. It just looks really lethargic and they're kind of, they're kind of shouting at each of the Mertens there, just saying, get up. They're, they're a little bit rattled. No, there hasn't been a single passage of play where you think, yeah, now this is the Denmark we know. They've not been able to string three, four passes together, whereas Denmark have been full of it. Here they come again. Paulson into the penalty area right-hand side. He tried to scoop in across, and it's one of those where he's trying to get his studs in underneath the ball, and he skewed it, and it scuffs out wide, and he's furious with himself because he knows that was a good chance. Damsgaard was available in the middle. Yeah, I mean, it was difficult because there was three Belgium defenders in that central area, and he couldn't really pick out Damsgaard. But there is a problem for Belgium, and it is down the left-hand side. Vertonghen is having one. He's getting done for pace. He's not dealing with the pressure, and he needs support from his wing-back. Belgium give it away again. They've been terrible. Mailer to the byline left-hand side. Sends it across. Breitweight tries to head into the front post. Belgium are hoping this won't be a corner here. I think it's going to be a goal kick. Braithwaite saying the last touch came off. Denier, as he headed it? No, I think it went straight off him. I think that's a goal kick is the correct decision. Again, the wing-backs of... Denmark are winning their individual battles. Mayer there getting down the left hand side, getting the cross in. And Bravery just he was just too too wide of the uh, the penalty the goal, so he just couldn't get his header across. And to be fair to Denier, he, he got across and defended it well. But you know, Belgium are getting done down the sides. You know, they're not winning those individual battles. The shapes are the, exactly the same. So they're just getting done individually and they need to step it up. Some opening quarter of an hour here. Denmark leading Belgium by a goal to nil. We're live inside Wembley for England against Scotland uh, tomorrow. Kickoff is 8 o'clock tomorrow night, but the build-up on 5 Live will start in breakfast from 6 a.m. Uh, Nikki at Leicester Market, Rachel at the Tenants Brewery in Glasgow. It's going to be a big day of build-up for a very, very big game. And, of course, we'll be across it all on 5 Live tomorrow night with John Murray, our correspondent at Wembley. Copenhagen, though, this is a game being bossed by the Danes. And if anything, the way things are going at the moment, they'll just be disappointed if they don't double their lead soon. Well, that's what I was saying to you earlier, Connor, is that there's so much momentum, they're having so many chances, they've got to take them, you know, with the subs bench that's available for Belgium. I know it is really early on, on in the game, but Belgium will grow into this game eventually at some point, whether it's they, they get a grip of themselves or they bring the subs on, but Denmark heavily on top at the moment, far the superior team, got to make it count. 99 seconds was the timing on the goal. Incredible moment for Yusuf Poulsen, incredible release of tension for all of Copenhagen, for all of Denmark, and frankly for all of football. It has been a really funny few days. It was a very funny few hours around the time. We all had such concern for Christian Eriksen, but it ended up being a happy day for football, and it could end up still being a happy month for the Danes. Remember, they will host Russia in Copenhagen, this same stadium on Monday. And as things stand, they are still in with a big shout 
of progressing through to the knockout stages and that despite the opening defeat against Finland. I mean, the details of that match sort of got lost in all the Ericsson coverage for very obvious reasons. But you remember Denmark missed a penalty in that game. Hojbjerg could have scored Ericsson, their normal penalty taker. And Finland only had one attempted goal in the game and that was the one that they scored. So, so even in the circumstances, Denmark will probably feel they should have won that opening game and were good enough to do so. Here's Hojbjerg battling for the ball on the right-hand side. His cross won't be delivered in, but a mistake with a clearance from Tillemans will give the ball straight to Andreas Christiansen. And at the moment, Belgium, when they win possession, they are immediately giving it up again, time and time again. Here is Delaney, midway inside the Belgium half. Plays it towards the penalty area, not a great delivery. He was looking for Paulson. It was behind him, and it goes out for a goal kick. Karen Carney. Belgium are hiding. It's as simple as, you know, they're giving the ball away far too cheaply. Tielemans, then Doncat, not really showing up in that midfield. And too many players hiding. We haven't mentioned Lukaku, Mertens, Carisco. Too many players hiding. And it's a credit to Denmark. They're pressing, they're being aggressive, very front-footed. Belgium have got to improve. So let's see if they can string a few passes together here. Tielemans onto Carrasco. He comes over the halfway line. Torkin Hazard available in the sunshine out there. Tries to return it to Carrasco. And it's the same old story. Intercepted pass. They're not sharp enough. They're not on it today. Frankly, Karen, I was worried that the performance Denmark or Belgium are showing here, I thought this is what might happen to Denmark. I thought the occasion might be too big for them. The passes would be terrible. Defensive mistake. But it's not. It's the opponents who've been affected by the emotion, it seems. And that's, that's what ha they've galvanised. This team has come together. And you have to you praise them, but Belgium have gone the other way. It's like they're in, I don't know, the second gear. They haven't come out. The traps are still on the bus. And you can't do that. And even before the circumstances, Denmark, top team. You know, really good team. So <laughs> they're still on the bus, you know, Belgium poor from Belgium but Denmark are playing out of their skins 20 minutes played Carrasco trying to get things moving low ball to the feet of Lukaku back to goal we know he uh, can turn half chances into goals he does it so regularly for Belgium but he's given the ball away again here it's picked up by Mikkel Damsgaard and Denmark regain possession midway inside their own half well they're trying to find it into Lukaku but care he's just he's sticking to him tight he's getting really really tight to him Lukaku can't roll him and he's trying to pick out a pass no one's near him no, so he's going up there, A, he's not making it stick and he can't pass it to anyone else because they're hiding. Romelu Lukaku, who scored two goals against Russia, who scored against Croatia the weekend before in the final warm-up game for this tournament. And even though Denmark have got the early lead and even though Belgium are not playing well, with Lukaku's international goal-scoring record, it is far from inconceivable that they can bounce back into this game quickly if they can click into gear. But no evidence of that yet. Possession with Dendonker, the Wolves player. Bang on the halfway line. Rolls it back to Toby Olderweireld. The only Belgian to play in all ten of the qualifiers. Didn't miss a single minute on Belgium's route through to this tournament. Carrasco is challenged from behind by Andreas Christensen. Champions League winner with Chelsea this season. Came on as an early sub in the final when Thiago Silva was injured. He's committed a foul here and it'll be a free kick to Belgium in the midfield. In fact, it might have been a handball from Andreas Christensen. Denmark 1, Belgium 0. Here's Tillemans wearing bright green boots, coming over the halfway line, rolling it to the right-hand side to Toby Olderweireld. Denmark, for the first time in the game, have stepped back a little bit here, and they're sitting somewhat deeper as the ball is played in towards Lukaku, and it's nowhere near good enough. Poor from Mounier, and it goes through to Kasper Schmeichel. 
they're trying to play it up to Lukaku and as I said previously Kerr's getting really really tight to him and he can't make anything happen and there's no runs in behind from Belgium so the Danish team are just stepping up and squeezing because there's no threat in behind and then it allows them to be tighter to those number 10s you know Denmark have got all the answers to all the questions that have been posed from Belgium and there's not many questions being posed at the moment if you're just tuning our way on 5 Live mistake out of defence from Jason Denier he gave the ball to Pierre-Emil Hoiberg, immediately shifted back to the edge of the penalty area to Yusuf Poulsen, and he tucked it away into the bottom left-hand corner, a fine finish for the Leipzig forward who played against both Manchester United and Liverpool in the Champions League this season. Poulsen, who will feel he was due a goal, his last at club level came in March, didn't score in any of his last ten appearances for Leipzig in Germany this season, but afforded one opportunity at Copenhagen today, boy did he take that with real gusto and group B is in danger of being thrown right open here after the early win for Belgium if Denmark were to win this game remember Finland have already won a game Russia have won a game you're looking at a, a scenario where they're all in it going into the the last day as things stand I mean it, it, all the teams could could be eliminated all the teams could still go through this could be a crazy group as things stand here they come again the Danes Damsgaard outside the penalty area on the left-hand side to Jochen Mähler who's had a wonderful start to the match ball played in by Yannick Vestergaard not a great delivery this time and it's too close to Courtois and the Real Madrid goalkeeper is able to gather possession Denmark won Belgium nil Danish crowd jumping up and down it's like you know those Poznan fans used to do with their back to goal in, incorporated by Manchester City it's like that but just not with the back to goal they're all just looking at the, the pitch and they're hopping up and down on their seats and what a change in atmosphere from this very same venue on Saturday and those anxiety scenes when, when Christian Eriksen was lying on the ground what, what a different atmosphere today um, the crowd's absolutely packed in and a really lovely festival of football feeling unless you're a Belgian of course in Copenhagen at the moment but surely Belgium can only improve in this game past the midway point in the first half no threat to Schmeichel in the Danish goal yet let's see what Mertens can do here down the right hand side for Belgium he's forced back into his own half back through Alderweireld Denier, Jason Denier who plays in France with Lyon these days it's his first appearance at this tournament for him Boyata played against Russia at the weekend here is Alderweireld and from the halfway line no ambition, no options he turns and he rolls it back to Courtois that's it, it's because they're moving the ball too slow and as I keep saying, when I keep saying that players are hiding, it's, they're not asking for the ball, they're not making angles, they're not supporting. It's too easy for, for Denmark to win it back. And as soon as they win it back, Denmark are better in possession, they've got better angles around them, and they're moving it with a lot more intensity. And they've also got the crowd behind them as well, and, and that's a big um, difference in terms of adding the intensity to their passing and tackling. What a day for Mikael Damsgaard, 20 years of age, only his fourth cap plays his club football in Italy under Claudio Ranieri at Sampdoria he's just been running around all that youthful uh, exuberance I mean he's he's effectively the main striker though Braithwaite is, is coming in and increasingly playing through the middle as well but he's, he's just like a young kid out there he's popping up left wing right wing anywhere at all here he is on the ball stretching and managing to get it back to Jochen Mela. here come Denmark again Belgian defence need to be on high alert Denier stretches doesn't get a great touch and then a shot from distance 
from Daniel Vess is well off target in the end but all the action all the chances in this game all the positivity is coming from the Danes they're tactically outdoing Belgium they really are and that's something you don't often say about Martinez and his team but um, they're getting done down the sides Denmark are putting overloads down there getting extra bodies in there and pushing you know the Belgium side back and got, they can't answer it they've got they've got no solution at the moment according to the Optus stats Romelu Lukaku has had the fewest touches of the ball of any outfield player in the game so far that tells you everything As Hoybjerg plays another ball into the Belgian penalty area Vertonghen jumps well with Poulsen his header comes down to Delaney Delaney under pressure from Dendonker and the ball goes out for a throw in to Belgium but Belgium all at sea no composure no rhythm to their play so far and for a team of whom there is such expectancy this has been a really disappointing opening 25 minutes for them it really has and when I say they're getting tactically outdone they're on the attack again Mela up to the feet of Braithwaite he tries to flick it on what a career it's turned out for Martin Braithwaite. You wouldn't have thought when he was a Middlesbrough player a few years back that he'd be playing alongside Lionel Messi at Barcelona. As uh, Belgium were able to clear the ball away. Karen? But no, I was saying about the tactical side, it's because the, the Danish you know, wing-backs are playing pretty much as, as wingers, even centre-forwards. And that's where they're getting the overloads down the flanks. And, and they've probably looked at it and gone, oh, the Viral, the Tongan on both sides, they're ageing. And... and Hazard's not going to give him the support. Amunier is going to be high as well, so you can exploit them, and that's exactly what they've done. I have to say, I'm a big fan of Joachim Mela. He is he's almost like a retro winger, isn't he? I love the way he drops the shoulder, takes on the, the fullback. On that occasion, he sent Dendonker to the cleaners, and Dendonker was forced to take him down free kick to the Danes. The, the best form of defence is attack, <laughs> and he's exactly doing that. And he's pushing the Belgium team back and back and back. And, and again, the they've been tactically outdone and they need to regroup we haven't had many attacking set pieces there's only been one corner in the game this is a free kick just outside the penalty area but wide over the touchline left hand side played in Dendonka is the first defender and he jumps high and a good defensive header sends it out of play for a throw in but Denmark will remain on the attack down that left hand side they've definitely got the momentum now Connor no it's just again got to make it count because I just fear that at half time you're going to see a Kevin De Bruyne you're going to see an Eden Hazard come on so you've got to make this momentum count can the Danes get a second while they are still on top in the match surely Belgium at some stage are going to regroup and we'll see what they're made of another free kick here for the Danes another foul on Mela this time it's Mertens who's taken him down but he has put the fear of God into Dendonker and, and Mounier they are both so afraid of Mela at the moment and they're almost not even trying to attack him they're just hacking him down because they know he's going to go around them so same story again can the delivery be better this time it has to be I, you know I keep saying on Five Live how important set plays are they are a difference maker and you're right the first delivery wasn't good enough but some big aerial players in this Danish side to get the delivery right give those players the opportunity to, to get their head on the ball Daniel Vess who was the most emotional of the Danish players during the anthem he was visibly crying he takes the free kick higher delivery this time but high enough for Courtois to come and gather again the quality the delivery is not quite there you know, you've got a fantastic goalkeeper in Courtois you've got to miss him out so again from that defensive position Belgium trying to counter-attack and Denmark have got everything under control and the ball goes out for a throw-in on the left wing it will be a throw-in for Belgium a chance for them to to push forward there was a bit of a collision inside the penalty area with that uh, that free kick a moment ago but if anything it was the attacking players fouling the defender Tillemont so 
No need for the referee to, to re retrospectively look at that. It's certainly not a penalty shout. Uh, Belgium give the right away from the throw-in. They give away possession. They have not been able to put two, three passes together inside their opponent's half in this game so far. It's actually been an unusual, you know, almost disturbing performance from Belgium how they can be this poor. I think you just have to give so much credit to Denmark. They've been spot on. If you're watching the game, you'd never know what had happened, you know, in the last game. You'd think, wow, all front-footed, got intensity in possession, constant angles, playing so well. The goal came exactly 99 seconds after the start of the match, scored by Yusuf Poulsen. Courtois has been by far the busiest goalkeeper since then. Kasper Schmeichel, a spectator down the other end. And here, Olderweireld tries to clear away. And the youthful Damsgaard comes in and, and close him down. And they can't even get it out of the back three now, Belgium. Like I said, the organisation, the pressing from the front. You know, they, they're not pressing in isolation. They're going as a team and stopping it at source. The adrenaline has been turned into a performance enhancer for the Danes. Here goes Carrasco, down the left-hand side, tries to take on Vassilis, what a corner. Right, this is a very much a rarity. An attacking corner for Belgium. Can they make this count now? Again, same story, but now for Belgium, got to get the delivery right. Carrasco's had a brilliant season in Spain, won La Liga with Atletico Madrid. The sun is in his face as he raises two hands up as a signal and rolls the ball short for Azard, Tolkien Azard. Now into Tilly, that's a terrible corner routine. They've really not made much of it here. Can they resurrect things? Azard plays it back to the defenders. This is so harem scarum from, from Belgium that doesn't seem to be an awful lot of thought gone into it. Another high-risk crossfield ball out towards Azard, which he will keep in play by the corner flag. But this, this is not the Belgium we expect to see with little ticky-tack of moves and getting it up to Lukaku. It's almost like they're making it up as they go along. They're rattled. It probably was a training ground corner. But the detail of the pass has really stitched one player, two player, and they've just passed it on. And Better delivery this time for Carrasco, and Schmeichel is forced to come and punch it away. He puts his right fist to the ball and clears it well outside the penalty area. Mela onto Braithwaite, back to Mela, and then he's tackled just outside the penalty area, and Olderweireld has got a chance to turn this into a counter-attack, but he turns backwards. It's not one player in the box, O'Connor. It is it's very strange. I mean, I know we're going on about it here in this commentary, but... Belgium, who were so good to watch against Russia, have been so bad to watch here against the Danes. They've not been allowed to play short by an excellent Danish performance, but their, their decision-making has been poor. Here comes across to Munier, headed away at the back by Simon Kerr, and that goes out for a throw-in, and a throw-in to Belgium. And I still feel at some moment they're going to click into gear here, but it hasn't happened yet, and the clock is continuing to, to tick on, and we've now played well over half an hour. I mean, there's only just... 10 minutes and a bit to go until half time here and Belgium have not looked anything like what we know they're capable of and just an illustration of it here if you think we're being too critical of the commentary a throw in is taken and they put it straight back out for a throw again no pressure from the opponent simple mistakes everything is proving difficult it's, it's basics simple basics that they're not doing well as you said throw in sets it back and he kicks it out of play you know it, they just seem really rattled and, and you said about regrouping desperately need to regroup and I think the only change for me if I was Roberto Martinez I'd be making subs at half time I wouldn't even be waiting for the old 60 minute bring the sub on I'd be changing it 
Yes, another chance here. Another defensive mistake gives the ball away at the back for Belgium. Let's see what Vaz can do with it here. Sends it into the penalty area. Just too high for Paulson, who made a great lead, but he just couldn't propel him high, himself high enough to control that. Belgium will clear it away with Oliveira up to the halfway line and immediately possession is given up once again. But that was another example. No danger at the back for Belgium, but they mess it up and they almost present another opportunity to the Danes. Yep, kicking it long. Lukaku's been marked superbly from, from care and they've got no answers they desperately need a change Denmark 1 Belgium 0 5 live from the BBC Copenhagen the venue is the cross from Damsgaard here is again not dealt with what was Alderweireld doing there he's given it back to Damsgaard into the penalty area shoots and it spins and it curls but it just doesn't creep into the bottom corner it's agonisingly wide for Mikkel Damsgaard but boy are Denmark banging on the door now for their second wow what a chance from the from the young lad there steps in he's got four Belgian players around him shifts it onto his left foot and he just tried to side foot it past Courtois into the corner and he just slightly wide but brilliant play from him really to A to win it back and then to have the confidence to go into the box and try and get around three or four players he's a young player Mikkel Damsgaard he looks so fresh faced he looks like he's got school in the morning but the way he dropped the shoulder, the, the, the balance shift in the penalty area there was great to watch. And he's, he was unlucky with the shot. Down the other end come Belgium. Mounier into the penalty area. Wanted to pull it back for Lukaku. But again, the wires are crossed. The simple things prove difficult. A wayward pass. And Belgium, having worked hard to get it down that end, immediately give away possession and Denmark have it once more. Conor, I don't know about you, but every time the ball's played into Lukaku, he slips over. I don't know if he's got to change his boots at half-time, but... You know, nothing's sticking, but it's not helping when you're slipping every time it goes into you. 62 international goals in 94 appearances, including today, but he has not looked the lethal striker that he, that we know he is, Romelu Lukaku, and he scored over 30 goals for Inter as they won Serie A this season in Italy. But he's not had a sniff, and as you said, Cardenas on the ball goes near him, he's, he's falling over. He's you know not even the presence that we would expect to see from Romelu Lukaku I just think he needs support around him I haven't seen enough of Carisco or, or Mertens and I, I just think they're not they're not helping him and, and those two in particular because because they're not going forward it, it means then there's a lot of pressure on the back line and that's the weakness of the Belgium side given their ageing probably and I hate to bring age up but the intensity that Denmark are bringing you can kind of see it yeah well I know people will be tuning in all the time maybe getting in their car you know heading towards tea time now on this Thursday evening just to, to give you a brief recap of uh, these amazing developments we've seen and compared to Saturday such positive developments uh, but what an afternoon it has been Denmark have come out uh, a game fraught with emotion that a huge number 10 shirt as the ball is played in towards Paulson again he's done really well to control it and then cleared away by Alderweireld huge number 10 shirt on the pitch before the game wonderful emotional scenes during the national anthem with players visibly crying and tears rolling down their cheeks and then they come out Denmark against the team who for the last three years have been FIFA's world number one and within 99 seconds they take the lead and ever since then they've completely bossed the match and it has been a real you know show of strength here of personal mental strength for these these Danish players everything they've gone through they have managed somehow to turn this week into a positive and they're playing the game of their lives down there I spoke about tactics and that they have the, the trump them so far but hold on they're on the attack again Mela this time tackled by Dries Mertens but look Mertens gives it away again he cannot find a teammate straight to Hoybeer but I'll try and simplify it as best as I can Connor both teams are playing the same formation when that happens it's about individual battles and Denmark wants it it's as simple as that. 
they're winning all their individual battles there's a bigger intensity towards every time they play they win it back quicker they're passing it slicker so although I am saying tactics they just want it more Connor yeah, no you're right there are there are 11 different one-on-one -on -one battles down there and the Danes want it more and you know sometimes they could be you know you could almost win your first game too comfortably at a major tournament and you know think oh this is this group stage is going to be easy you start thinking which semi-final are we going to be and all these kind of things I wonder if there has been a distraction for the Belgians because they have not shown up at all and, and absolutely the story I think today is Denmark and how they've responded but what a story this is that Belgium you know we've seen teams like Italy look so good the French have looked so good Belgium are going to have to be much better than this if they're going to challenge for the title maybe you are seeing now that the, the three players that have been missing De Bruyne Eden Hazard Witzel how key they are to this Belgium side and perhaps you're right you maybe said about taking your eye off of this game you know Martinez was speaking about getting minutes for certain players that doesn't matter you know win this game you're only as good as your your most recent game and in this game Belgium have been frankly terrible they've had one attempt that came in the fourth minute of the match and even then that was a half attempt it was a ball into the penalty area flicked on it wasn't a serious attempt to go half time is approaching in Copenhagen Denmark lead Belgium by a goal to nil Yusuf Paulsen with his ninth international goal as another Belgian attempt of an attack breaks down and Mail is able to clear the ball away and that's going to trickle out for a throw in on the far side a throw into Belgium wearing their chain strip of all white but it's been the Danes in red who have had the hunger and the desire in this game so far you, you know what kind of, I'm thinking here from look Denmark have been brilliant and I've said that I'm thinking now tactically in terms of Belgium if I was him <laughs> Martinez he's not going to do it because he plays the same shape I'd go to a back four and I'd go four three three and I'd really change it up and at half time I'd be ruthless I'd be bringing on Hazard and I'd bring in on De Bruyne and I'd change shape don't think he'll do that but they're getting done down the sides too much and they're not getting enough possession and they're not looking the threat so I don't think he would do that because they're still in the game but I'd shift it to a 4-3-3 Denmark here Belgium under pressure earlier on we brought you Ukraine 2 North Macedonia 1 uh, North Macedonia will be eliminated tonight if the Netherlands don't lose to Austria later on Netherlands against Austria from Group C is an 8 o'clock kickoff here on 5 Live Mela with more good defensive work on the left-hand side for Denmark is able to clear it away and it's going to be a throw-in to Belgium close to the halfway line right wing position for them tomorrow we start with Sweden against Slovakia that is Group E from 2 o'clock Croatia against the Czech Republic in England's group and Scotland's group at 5pm and then the English and the Scots go head-to-head -head at Wembley 8 o'clock kickoff. we'll be all over it all day on 5 Live tomorrow on Saturday Hungary play France Portugal played Germany, what a game that's going to be, 5 o'clock kickoff. the Germans in real danger have been eliminated uh, only two games into the tournament if they can't get a result there against uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and company, and Spain are back in action and they need to be better, Spain against Poland in Group E, 8 o'clock tomorrow, uh, on, uh, sorry, on Saturday on 5 live. For the moment, Denmark 1, Belgium 0, Lukaku, ball at his feet, 10 yards outside the penalty area tries to slip it in front of Carrasco and it's another wayward pass, there's been a hundred of those in this game so far uh, for Belgium, once again they give the ball away and once again Denmark are able to come out of defence, mind you they do run it out of play for a throw in there, ball went off the pitch before coming back on again so Belgium get a throw in inside their opponent's half and it's back with Jason Denier on the halfway line Denier who was on the books at Manchester City in his youth, never 
played a senior game for them. Doing well, though, at, uh, at Leon in more recent times. He was Leon club captain this past season. He's on the ball again. It was his mistake that set up the opportunity for the very early Danish goal in this match. Jan Vertonghen, who's been playing alongside Nicolas Otamendi for Benfica this past season. They finished third in the Portuguese league. They got to the Portuguese Cup final, but they lost it to, to Braga. He's on the ball again, Vertonghen. Better clearance this time, up to the feet of Lukaku, who tries to turn Simon Kerr, and he's done well. And for the first time, Lukaku's able to shrug off the defenders. Now he's got support to the right, but it's a poor ball. That was an opportunity. Dries Mertens was in space, and Lukaku, he was almost at the ball, got tangled up in his feet, and he was unable to release it. Mela's unable to clear away. Then there's a foul on Lukaku, and Belgium are going to get an attacking free kick here on the edge of the penalty area. That, for the first time, looked like Lukaku at his best. Yeah, he did. He rolled Mare and got away from him, then got away from another player. The referee played advantage, and again, he keeps going, and eventually they took him down. But that's when they're at the best with him, Lukaku. But we haven't seen enough of him, and that's because Denmark have really defended him well, in particular the captain, Kerr. But that's that bit of magic, that's the X factor I spoke about. You know, if Belgium were to get back into this game, they need to get it to him and, and get support round him, though, Connor. Well, you know, wouldn't it be just typical for, for Belgium, having been so woeful in this first half, to now nick an equaliser ahead of halftime? They've got this attacking free kick, Carrasco standing over it. Roberto Martinez will be hoping that the penny is going to drop for his team. Kasper Schmeichel lines up his defensive wall, standing by the post to his left-hand side there's no decoy runner it's just Carrasco standing over it it's a long way out here you would assume he will cross here here it comes played in with a lot of pace but too much height and none of his teammates can get onto that it's a waste it sums up a poor Belgian performance in this first half no pressure on the Danes there and Denmark still lead Belgium 1-0 story of the half isn't it Connor where unopposed delivery poor similar to how they've been playing in possession unopposed giveaways which led to the goal which is it's been a, the story of the half Olsen's goal one minute 39 seconds into the game and there has only been one official attempt on target from Belgium and as Kasper Schmeichel rattles his studs against the post I mean I guess coming up in his younger career it's always difficult to be a son of a legend you would imagine and let's face it that's absolutely what he is the son of a one of the greats in football but Premier League winner now, FA Cup winner himself, first choice for his country for seven years. And Kasper Schmeichel's becoming a bit of a legend in his own right. And by the looks of it, an absolute rock star of a human in the way he conducts himself. So he's got legendary status in my mind. Yeah, handled the situation at Leicester when the, do you remember the helicopter crash? Yep. I thought he was very, yep, very good. Very good throughout all that. Obviously, what happened on, on Saturday, he was to the forefront of comforting Christian Eriksen's wife. and. Uh, yeah, one of those true leaders, Kasper Schmeichel, a young man to be admired, as Mela attacks down the left-hand side for Denmark. How they would love a second goal to reward this first-half performance. However, Hoybjerg loses an impulse on the edge of the penalty area. Chance of a breakaway for Belgium, but it breaks down. Of course it does. That's been the story of the game for them. Carrasco trying to counter-attack, but he couldn't pick out a pass to a teammate, and eventually he ran out of steam, and Denmark comfortably get it back. And their passing is sharper. Their intent 
is better as they come forward now with Braithwaite breaking into the penalty area. Chance of a left foot shot and he's a right footed player. It skews off his shin pad. It's an ugly effort in the end. Great build up from Denmark. They'll be disappointed though with that finish from Martin Braithwaite. What oh, a he chance. Look, he looks so sharp down his right hand side and he's got, I said deep from the get go, he's got the tongue on toast. He really has. He cuts in onto his left foot in the penalty area but he just kind of leaning back and doesn't get the right connection and it goes wide but he's a constant threat down this right hand side with his pace and skill you know in some respects this isn't a flash of the pan from Denmark okay they lost to Finland at the weekend however you know before that I think I think they'd only lost two out of the previous 28 games that they've played this is a good team Denmark and we're seeing them operating at an optimum level and they are making life so difficult for the illustrious Belgians as a very frustrated Romelu Lukaku makes his way into the penalty area here it's an attacking throw in and Lukaku's just wondering can these teammates of mine get me some better service I, I think the service will have to come on from the sub <laughs> Mounier takes the throw in back to Tielemans so much has been backwards from Belgium in this first half as the referee blows the whistle for half time and listen to the roars in Copenhagen it has been some week some roller coaster from very low depths to very high heights what a first half what an opening minute um, the tribute for Christian Eriksen I am Matthew Cause you are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020 and joining me as always for the noon halftime matches it is Andy Petrillo Andy a uh, lot of goosebump moments in today's match that didn't involve what we saw on the pitch. No, it's a reminder of the humanity of everything. It's a reminder of how you know jarring that incident was as well when Christian Eriksen went down and how it touched everybody. And what I love about international events, Maddie, is you know you go there representing your country. You wear your country's colors. The fans of the stands do the exact same thing. But then there's a reminder that we're all part of one culture and it's the human race. And when something yeah. like that happens, you know, we all come together for it. So it was a nice display. And it just doesn't surprise me that Belgium would do that. Um, you know, again, not just a soccer community, but a, you know, human community. And it's just, uh, again, it's just a nice reminder that there are bigger things in life than what happens you know, out on the pitch. Not not to say it's, you know, it is. It's, ju it's just a game, but it's a game that it can also be used to have a powerful message, and I'm so happy the athletes did that. Yeah, when you saw the game being paused, the massive banner giving love and support for Christian Eriksen and everyone on both sides cheering, you know, I'm watching it just getting goosebumps. But before that, 98 seconds in, the second fastest ever goal scored at the Euros. Uh, Poulsen scoring for Denmark. Belgium with sloppy play in front of their own net. At that moment, I'm thinking everyone, you know, everyone at that moment is, uh, is rooting for Denmark. Yeah, and I mean, who who knows how this this tournament was ever going to go for Denmark? I mean, you know, there there's somebody I think who people felt like this was a team. That could be somewhat of a challenge, you know, but bottom line is they're not picked as favorites. You know, that first game, there's a lot of, you know, what ifs, what could have been if they didn't end up playing it um, because they played it. You know, is that why they lost? Because the team, their minds were just elsewhere, you know, but they're coming out strong here. And, you know, now, now I'm sure that they themselves also just want to get back to the game. They want to show that they're a team that came here to compete. They're a team that came here to make it out of the group. And I think we're starting to see that now with this team.
Yeah, and, and what I wonder about is what is the second half going to look like? And I'm curious about Belgium. What um, uh, Some of their defenders saying that it wasn't going to be fun to take on Denmark after what happened to Christian Eriksen. And also just from an on-field on, uh, on tactics, um, we didn't see much from Belgium. We saw a lot of great chances for Denmark at the 34-minute mark. Shot just missed left corner. Extra time, another strike that could have gone in. Uh, taking on a Belgium team that, you know, let's face it, average age of 29, the oldest squad here. I, I, I wonder what adjustments they're going to make. Yeah, and there's been a lot of talk heading into this tournament with Belgium, even though, you know, they're, they're always the favorites. We know they're ranked number one. Uh, they're, you know, they, they went from dark horse to being perennial favorites to also being perennial disappointments, really. And this was, you know, we love the proverbial window in sports. And that's the main conversation that was had around Belgium heading into these Euros. Are they getting to the point where their players are getting older? Is this their last chance to win a major international trophy? And even though they came out strong in that first game, um, you know, there's there's still a ton of talk of whether this team can actually get it done because they're not going to have this group together for much longer. To beat Russia 3-0 in their first game, that was expected. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do, you know, against Russia. So Denmark right now is proving to be their, their biggest challenge. But, you know, Be- the, Belgium can score. Now they just have to prove that uh, that they can do it. On the other side, a topic that was near and dear to you, uh, Italy with a dominant performance yesterday. They've been dominant since not qualifying for the World Cup. Andy, I want to get your thoughts on just what is the ceiling for this Italian squad, uh, and is it too soon to say maybe they're the best challenger to France? So we will discuss that in a second. That's Andy Petrillo. I'm Matthew Cause. You are listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Welcome back, everybody. This is TSN Radio. And you are listening to live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Matthew Cause. Joining me, as always, is Andy Petrillo. Right now, it is Denmark scoring 98 seconds in with a 1-0 lead over Belgium. But, uh, Andy, I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, Italy won 3-0 yesterday. Ten wins in a row. Ten wins without giving up a, uh, a goal. I think they've got like 59 goals in their last 19 games while giving up just three. And one of those three goals they gave up came in a 9-1 win. I'm curious your big picture ceiling thoughts for just how good this Italian squad is. Yeah, it's definitely a squad that looks composed, a squad that looks like they're on this, uh, I want to say it's 20-29 unbeaten streak now. Um, to your point, the um, you know the games that they have gone as well without allowing a goal either, they look very comfortable with each other. And you know the key as well is they're now getting contributions from their midfield. I mean, for Locatelli to be scoring, you know, the goals that he did in that last game is also, you know, pretty huge. Um, he gets a couple of them. But also when your forwards are scoring, like when the guys who are supposed to score, score. <laughs> yeah. Again, when your best players are your best players. When Immobile and Insigne are showing up on the score sheet, that's always good. And then when you start to get contributions from the midfield, uh, they thought they were going to get it from their defender and Chiellini, you know, off that corner kick, but rightfully called back. That was a handball uh, in the box. But when you're starting to get that contribution from your midfield as well, then you you start to become a force, and that's why a lot of people have chosen Italy as favorites. Donnarumma, the goalkeeper, first time we're also seeing the Italians 
Oof, for the longest time in a major international competition without Gianluigi Buffon between the pipes. You know, he's uh, he's looked very confident every time he's touched the ball. Uh, he was he was busier in that game, you know, um, against uh, against Switzerland than he was against Turkey. And there's just a ton of confidence. Like, that. that's the best way to describe it, Maddie. When you're watching a team, you know, sometimes there's just a little bit of, you know, uh, it's just it's frantic. It's a little frazzled. They might get the job done, but they make you feel uneasy as a fan watching them. Yeah. That's not the case with Italy. They're getting the job done, and they're making you feel comfortable. That's what that is. Absolutely. And uh, Cellini, um, I know it was a handball that hit his arm, and I felt bad for him. He fought through two different Swiss players to score in close. And when you mention about just how everything is smooth and it doesn't seem rushed, uh, Boratti as well, he set up uh, he set uh, the drive, and he set up Locatelli on his first goal, and he made it easy for Locatelli. So, so you're right. Just after the first like 17 minutes or so, it was kind of low event. After that, it was all Italy against, um, against Switzerland. So, you know, I don't want you to jinx it, but uh, as we end this, do you, do you feel Italy, um, that, this, uh, that they are maybe the team to be, the team that can, challenge, that can truly challenge France? For sure. I mean, they're, they're up there with one of the favorites. They haven't, like I said, when you go from top to bottom. Um, they, I mean, now you wonder, though, with, when it comes to that center-back position in Chiellini, you do wonder a little bit when it comes to the defense. Like, is he okay? Will he be able to play? Who can step on in? Mm-hmm. Uh, but for sure, they're the favorites. They haven't given us any reason to not believe they're the favorites. They're on to the, the round of 16. But I would also say that they haven't truly been challenged. And I'm not trying to disrespect Turkey or, or Switzerland in any way. But of course they haven't faced a real challenger. Um, like France yet you know of course they haven't faced the real other considered heavy hitters and France has firepower up front Germany did a really good job in suppressing that you know I mean obviously it was just it was a one nil victory for France and you know it was an own goal as well Uh, but I still fear I do I feel like you when you've got Benzema and Griezmann and Kylian Mbappe and then you have you know Pogba who's also in your midfield who's very creative and can score of course you're worried about what France can do so I just don't feel like the Italians have been challenged yet but you know what they've done what they needed to do in their group they were strong 3-0 victories. Uh, now, you know, so, so they can only deal with the cards that were dealt to them. And now the real challenge will begin when they go into the knockout stage. Love it. Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Did you just uh, almost call me by my full name? I did. did I you almost, almost went, Andrea? I almost went <laughs> Andrea. You know, I was, I was swept <laughs> in it. As someone who also has some Italian blood, I'm loving this. But uh, Andy... <laughs> Always appreciate. We will chat with you tomorrow uh, around the. Mm-hmm. We'll chat with you tomorrow at the same time. Perfect. See you then. Thanks so much. That is Andy Petrillo. I'm Matthew Cos. We got to take a break. We get you set for Denmark, Belgium in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Cos. We're going to take you back to Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen. Copenhagen. I can't believe I screwed that up. Actually, I can. Where Denmark, with a dramatic first goal in the first 98 seconds, lead Belgium 1-0 with the call. Conor McNamara, Karen Carney, and Gary Flintoff. Couldn't get in the game. He's the player who makes way. Kevin De Bruyne, first appearance at this tournament. First appearance since his face got smashed in that Champions League final. And they have had to nurse him and protect him and wrap him up in cotton wool. And however, in a situation like this, 1-0 down. Away in Copenhagen against a Denmark team who are riding on a wave of emotion. 
Well, there are a few better things to do than bring on one of the best players in the world, and Kevin De Bruyne is one of those. Let's see what difference he can make. The game is back underway. Belgium wearing all white, playing from left to right now in this second period. Denmark all in red, who scored after just 99 seconds at the start of the match. And can they get off to a similar good start at the beginning of this second period? I'll give a full rundown of the teams in just a moment. But tactically, Karen, what will uh, De Bruyne do differently to, to Mertens? And presumably he'll take up a different position as well. Yeah, I'm just looking. Is he playing more centrally? Because I think in the World Cup against Japan, I think Lukaku went out to the wing and he played more central. So I'm just seeing at the moment they haven't got the ball. So it's difficult to see what they are when they're in possession. But he's definitely playing either in that 10 role, pushing on, but he's Almost definitely central. Nine, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely central. So we'll, I'll just see how it pans out in the next couple of minutes. Oh, you're right, Lukaku has drifted a bit to the right-hand side. So the, the teams, Denmark unchanged, Kasper Schmeichel, the goalkeeper, ball played forward, will run through all the way to Courtois. Sorry, go on, Karen. Yeah, no, because I'm just thinking now, in the first half, Lukaku played up against Kerr, and Kerr had the better of him. And so that was completely, you know, they nullified each other there. So I think the, he has gone out to the right-hand side now, Lukaku, and he's going to play. Um, he's going to play on that side, and I think De Bruyne is going to be that false nine, darting through the middle. So Christensen, Kerr, and Vestergaard, the three central defenders for Denmark. Daniel Vess and Joachim Mela are the wing backs. Pierre Emil Hoiberg alongside Thomas Delaney in the centre. And then Josef Poulsen, Mikkel Damsgaard and Martin Braithwaite are the front three for Denmark. They have possession at the moment. Down goes Hoiberg. Referee says it's not a foul on him. Play on as Belgium regain possession. The Belgian team now. Courtois the goalkeeper. Three central defenders. Olderweireld, Denier and Vertonghen. The wing-backs are Thomas Mooney on the right. Thorgan Hazard on the left. Leander Dendonker alongside Yuri Tielemans in the middle. And then Lukaku wide right. Carrasco wide left. And Kevin De Bruyne operating for the moment as a false nine through the middle. Possession with the Danes. Simon Kerr. Karen, put the phone down. We can talk to Robbie later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually looking at the, the tactical side of it, and, and, and it is a common theme for Belgium for Lukaku to go out. Here's Delaney. Been urged to shoot. He's a long way out. He catches it with power, but it's wide of the target. It's a goal kick to Belgium, but the first attempted goal from Denmark in this second half. They lead 1 0. Yeah, look, he's un unmarked Delaney, and he's stepping onto it. Don't get out to him quick enough, Belgium. They're backing off and it opens up and he takes the shots just with his left foot though he just gets across it too much and, and sends it wide and not on target but warning side it's good to see people constantly taking shots if people back off take the shot two nations with a proud euros history belgium were third in 1972 they were beaten finalists in 1980 on both those occasions they were beaten by west germany and of course they got to the quarterfinals of Euro 2016 and beaten by Wales. Here they attack with Carrasco on the left-hand side. Better on this time from him, but the same old story with the poor cross. Not a good delivery, straight to Andreas Christensen. And Denmark clear it away, only as far as Tillemans. 15 yards outside the penalty area. Floats it in, Mooney had made a good run. Terrible header though. Excellent to get into the position, but he flicked his head too quickly and hit the back of his skull. But at least it's a better build-up from Belgium. It's a goal kick to Denmark. 1-0 the Danes. I think you, you hit the nail on the head there in terms of it's better build-up, but it's that final execution. And Roberto Martinez there giving his thumbs up to his team. But I do think the tactical change was needed. Lukaku going out wide because he was totally not in the game. And given De Bruyne, he'll go in that false nine. So we'll come and overload that midfield because the midfield, they lost the battle the first half. And then he'll 
he'll ghost forward and get into good positions but straight away he's had a positive it impact has. Belgium already looked better I mean what team wouldn't look better bringing Kevin De Bruyne into it but he's beginning to pull a few strings he's passed up towards Lukaku Den Denmark get it back again Vestergaard short to Mela, the left wing back infield to Pierre-Emile Hoiberg and then he lops one over the top which will be sprinted after by Martin Braithwaite he headed it on for himself out comes Courtois to the edge of the penalty area nothing fancy from the Real Madrid goalkeeper he just puts it out for a throw again I'm worried about the, the pace and you're up against the tongue and he's not coping well with the pace of Braithwaite and, and, and anyone any ball in behind they look they look worrying Belgium I wonder, was that part of the idea to bring Denier into the team today? Because Boyata's a bit older. Obviously, Vertanghen and, and Alderweireld are well into their 30s. And uh, Roberto Martinez was aware of the pace that Denmark had up front. But tactically, it's been questionable for the Belgians as Denmark with a free kick here on the edge of the uh, the Belgian penalty area. And Donker and Tielemans both trying to tackle Damsgaard. I think it's Tielemans who catches him. And that is going to be a free kick to Denmark. First half. Belgium only had one attempt and since Roberto Martinez has been in the job in only one other match which was his first game in charge did they ever had just one attempt in the first half of the match it has been a very below par performance from Belgium but now they've got De Bruyne and don't forget he's got more tricks up his sleeve Eden Hazard could still be introduced as well so this is an intriguing game to follow we hope you're enjoying the commentary on 5 Live 1-0 Denmark for the moment and they've got their most dangerous set-piece position of the game so far Daniel Vess is standing over it Mikkel Damsgaard as well edge of the area Damsgaard hits it straight into the big burly Belgian wall and I think that hit Lukaku on the forehead it goes out for a throw-in not a bad free kick but he needed a little bit more height just seeing the replay it was Dendonker who headed it away yeah the wall did its job there right Dendonka was brave I definitely would have ducked out of the way of that I was not in the wall but did his job and, and blocked it because that was a, a good shot that was hit Belgium regained possession it's pumped along towards Romelo Lukaku Denmark won Belgium nil the Belgians can't hold on to the ball Mela tries to attack down the left hand side Hoybjerg had a very busy season with Tottenham played every game in the Premier League for his new club this past season here he is in possession again getting it back a few paces into the Belgian half Denmark in red Belgium in white Damsgaard is having a good game attacks the penalty oh he's unlucky there just as Paulson had checked his run Damsgaard rolled it in in front of him had, uh, had Paulson continued the run he would have been in clean through and goal as the point launches a good pass now this is what Roberto Martinez wants to see Lukaku bearing down on the penalty area but shut down by Yannick Vestergaard one on one he makes the tackle and the ball goes out of play and it's a throw into the Belgians excellent tackle that needed to be the confidence of Lukaku's kind of worried me in this game he's, he doesn't look himself at all and you think usually when he picks the ball up and he's a 1v1 situation he's confident and he didn't look confident in that there when he was attacking at the the back line of, of Denmark. Good game this to watch. You cannot take your eyes off it. The crowd glued to proceedings in a packed house at Copenhagen. There's Mounier's throw back towards Jason Denier, whose mistake led to the opening goal after just 99 seconds for Yusuf Pulse. Don't forget with more live football coming up later on tonight with the Netherlands against Austria. North Macedonia will be eliminated if uh, the Netherlands don't lose that game. Here is Mounier on the right-hand side, back into Oliveireld, now Denier in the centre circle, Belgium trying to create a rhythm that has so far eluded them this afternoon. Tillemans, who's had such a good time at Leicester, can he 
bring out that kind of form but he runs into a cul-de-sac there just runs into an opponent loses possession and Denmark are able to clear it away back into the Belgian half it's been a lot better from Belgium since the, the shift of shape and, and bringing Hazard um, Kevin De Bruyne on I said Hazard because they're still missing X-Factor and Lukaku's not on it and without that I don't see the spark just yet I think De Bruyne will grow into the game but we'll question how fit is he how sharp is he so they're just still missing that X-Factor better though as Tillemans plays it forward tries to scoop it but Simon Kerr wins his, his header it's still not producing the end product Belgium but at least the little build-up touches are looking more assured now they were all over the place in the first half they, the rudimentary elements of the game were abandoning them but at least there is now some shoots of recovery for Roberto Martinez's team and remember they're only 1-0 down this could all change in the blink of an eye De Bruyne has certainly made an improvement here he is laying the ball off towards Lukaku and he gets the pass through Vestergaard tries to tug the shirt Lukaku's away hurdles around Simon Kerr into the penalty area pulls it back De Bruyne one touch to control brilliant from De Bruyne he lays it back and it's put into the net by Torgin Hazard that was world class from Kevin De Bruyne that is what Belgium have been missing today in Copenhagen and you give them one chance they've the quality to absolutely punish anyone Lukaku was so strong in the build-up but Kevin De Bruyne wow that simply ooze quality Denmark won Belgium won wow I was looking for x-factor and boy did Belgium deliver that the big players at the big moment stepped up and Lukaku he just absolutely the confidence was back in that run he was driving with the ball he knew what he was going to do he picks out Kevin De Bruyne in the 18-yard box and Kevin De Bruyne he takes a touch and you're thinking he's going to take the shot and he doesn't, and he pulls it across to Hazard, and he taps it in, and he was not going to miss from there, Torgan Hazard, but look, it's brilliant play from the two stars, Lukaku and Kevin De Bruyne, and look, what a goal, back in the game now. Torgan Hazard, who so often has to live in the shadow of his famous brother, but he gets the goal, frankly, teed up for him that he could not miss, by Kevin De Bruyne I just want to paint the picture for the listeners at home where the ball was pulled back by Lukaku in the penalty area what it actually reminded me was do you remember that, that famous title winning goal by Sergio Aguero against Queen's Park Rangers those years ago where Aguero shaped to shoot but actually took a touch and that, that composure in that moment created that, 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 that eternal celebration for Manchester City it was like that from De Bruyne he gets the ball many players would have just shot he took a, he took a touch then many players would shoot and he, he had the awareness to pull it back for Hazard that was world class from Kevin De Bruyne as here come Denmark down the other side going to be interesting to see how they react Braithwaite will win a corner here his cross from the right is blocked out the crowd still behind Denmark 1-1 but what a game it is now oh it's really shifting now again Braithwaite he's causing problems against Vertonghen with his pace this time Vertonghen gets across and he gets it and kicks it out for a corner but it's still a threat they need to protect Vertonghen a lot more Belgium because he's getting exposed and he's got away with it so far but I still am really worried about it down that side Daniel Vass is the player placing the ball for the corner his 32nd cap he's had a tough season in Spain as Valencia finished 13th in La Liga their lowest finish since 1988 he's ready to take this corner all the Danish fans are on their feet down that end as they wait for the delivery which is rolled short now can it be played into the middle it's Damsgaard who hoists it in tall Vestergaard jumps and does win the header but well cleared away by Vertonghen and Belgium are able to clear it up towards Kevin De Bruyne now there's been a foul 
A foul on Daniel Vass by Torgan Azar. The Belgian players are not happy with this. I think they feel that that was a 50-50 challenge and both players went in for it. But the free kick is going to be for Denmark and it's midway inside the Belgian half. Oh, what a game, Connor. What a game. And uh, just going back to your description of, of Kevin De Bruyne's goal and that's the difference of World Cup's players when everything is going frantic around them they have the composure the calmness the cool head to think someone's just going to smash at that and have the shot and he just picked out that pass but now it's about how did Denmark respond you know is this going to go on and again galvanise them or is it Belgium going to bring on more subs and how is it going to affect them free kick to Denmark midway inside the Belgian half central location Daniel Vass to take again rehearsed move rolls it short for Hoiberg now he hoists it into the box header one by Vertonghen falls down for Thomas Delaney he tries to shoot right footed but it's smothered away and now Lukaku who's found a new lease of life since De Bruyne's come on hurdles over one challenge and then is taken down by Daniel Vass and then there's another foul and that's definitely going to be a free kick to Belgium but it's also going to be a yellow card for Vass who I actually think committed two fouls in quick succession there and it's a free kick to Belgium but that's a booking for the Valencia man. Look, there's a threat now to Belgium that wasn't there in the first half, and it's it's the change, you know, putting Lukaku on that right-hand side, getting him away from care because he had the better of him in the first half. He's taken that away, Roberto Martinez, put him on that side, and he can get out in 1v1, and then Kevin De Bruyne just roaming, and now they're making another sub. It's the first booking of the game for a match that's been played at a million miles an hour. Eden Hazard comes on in place of Yannick Carrasco. And Belgium are flexing their muscles here. Axel Witzel, who hasn't played since January for clubber country, also comes on. So they've got Lukaku, they've got De Bruyne, they've got Witzel, they've got Eden Hazard. They are back on level terms, and we're all being reminded of just how strong this Belgian squad is. On a day that started terribly for them, it could still end up being a successful afternoon. I'd say this is now what he would want on paper his strongest team this is, would be his team if they were all fit and all available and flying Witzel he's so key to this Belgium side yes he's been out since January but if you listen to the manager Martinez he, he's constantly he's the key man he's the key man perhaps not at times Lukaku perhaps not at times Hazard but now they're all on they're going for it now, Belgium, and it's how Denmark respond. Yeah, confirmation it was Den Donker who's made way for Axel Witzel. Witzel, who plays in Dortmund these days, like Carrasco, he had two years in China. But uh, 32 years of age now, and, and very much a firm favourite of Roberto Martinez, who has insisted that he would be in the squad despite not playing because of injury since January. But let's see if he can give a bit more steel to the midfield as uh, Paulson plays the ball away from Witzel. Now, Eden Hazard, for the first time, gets a touch. Instantly, he's got quick... Oh, that's great to watch from Eden Hazard. <laughs> he just bounced it off. He's right toe, left toe, right toe, left toe. And he found himself some space. And now Kevin De Bruyne returns it to Eden Hazard. It's a different game now. This is a different beast from Belgium. And Denmark must be looking up at the clock and realising there is still such a long time to go. A half an hour to play in Copenhagen. And they've given so much already, Denmark. Can they possibly keep it up for the remainder of this game, Karen? And that's it. You know, we talk about emotions before the game and they literally came out the trap so fast Denmark and the first half they were sensational and I spoke to you didn't I in the break thinking can they keep this up will the fatigue start to hit them but uh, you know it doesn't help though when Belgium bring on their top players and you know I mentioned Witzel didn't even mention Ed and Hazard that's come on you know the impact that the feet I think he's looked the sharpest in, he has done in the last probably year or so 
um, to bring him on again. They've got their star players on the pitch now, Belgium. Breaking play. We've just seen a replay on our monitors of the the, the Thorgan Hazard goal, the equaliser for Belgium. Super goal. I mean, Lukaku at his powerful best there. Simon Kerr comes across and he's almost like, I'll take a card here. I am just got to trip him. And he, he wasn't able to do that. It, the power, the pace of Lukaku. And then he wasn't greedy. He pulled it back to, to Kevin De Bruyne, who just operates on a different matrix than the rest of it. The whole world went slow for him and he was able to, you know, slow motion glide it into Torgan Hazard. Fantastic. That's, that's one of the best team goals of the tournament. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I don't think I've seen one better. And uh, again, he, you know, we spoke about individual battles in the first half and you've got quality players like that to come on. They're going to make a difference. I mean, look, and obviously Sheik had a brilliant goal against the Scots, but that's an individual goal. This was this was teamwork, and they ran it in in the end. Excellent stuff. Right, there's been a change for the Danes, and they've needed this. They've needed just a little injection of, uh, of fresh blood and a little bit of energy in there because it's been very tough. Uh, Jens Stoyer will come on, who plays in Italy with Udinese. He's been linked with a move to Watford for next season. So he comes on as they try to keep Belgium at bay, but talk about a game of two halves Denmark thoroughly dominated the first 45 minutes but Belgium have come out and really flexed their muscle in the second half Norgard and, St and uh, Stoyer have both come on uh, for the Danes who have possession with Mela on the left hand side right footed cross from him into a busy penalty area and good awareness of Torgan Hazard he allows it to bounce and he shepherds it out of play and, and just those little adjustments Belgium are so calm now and it's almost like they were wobbling in the first half, but now they've got their feet planted firmly on the ground. Vass went off for Stoya to come on, and Poulsen, the goal scorer, is the man who has departed to allow Norgard onto the pitch. Five live from the BBC. Euro 2020, Group B, a day of high emotion. In Copenhagen, the scene of those distressing images on Saturday, but Christian Eriksen's OK. If you weren't with our coverage in the first half, Belgium put the ball out after 10 minutes in celebration of the Danish number 10 and everyone players referees crowd everyone applauded inside the Copenhagen Stadium and Christian Eriksen very much at the forefront of everyone's mind by that stage Denmark were already 1-0 up in the match but it's been a different story in the second half Roberto Martinez has brought on the big guns and boosted by that heavy artillery we are now seeing the Belgium we expected absolutely you know first half huh? I literally don't know what Belgium team turned up. Well, I do, it was one on the bus, but the second half, it's been completely different. And when you've got the top quality players, I keep mentioning X Factor and, you know, Hazard, De Bruyne, they have that. And, and that's the difference, especially in tournament football. You know, like I keep saying teams can defend, they're organised, but it's the star players that just do it in big moments and that magic and you, you described it about Kevin De Bruyne in slow-mo that's why he's one of the world's best he can do things that nobody else can do he is the only European player now to have assisted a goal in each of the last four major tournaments he's taking a corner here from the right hand side really good delivery it flashed close to Lukaku and Denmark relieved to get it out of the penalty area Witzel shields the ball allows it roll back to Thomas Mounier and now a pass that's a bit high risk towards Kevin De Bruyne, but a good acceleration from De Bruyne, and he gets there ahead of Hoybjerg. And that was an example of, in the first half, that would have given possession away, but now they've rolled up their sleeves. They've got more composure, Belgium, and even when a pass isn't perfect, they're able to keep it alive. But even the sharpness of De Bruyne there, he's been out with his, his, his injury, you know, and the pass was short, he just the sharpness to get there, get it back for his side. It looks, really, it looks like he's, perhaps the injury is actually giving him a bit of rest. He looks fresh. 
Belgium had more shots in the opening 15 minutes of the second half than they did in the entire opening 45 minutes. 1-1, five live for the BBC. And we've got the Netherlands against Austria to come later on tonight. We've got England against Scotland tomorrow night. All the build-up right from five live breakfast in the morning from 6am. It is going to be a very emotional day. It is going to be a very exciting day and we will be across it all on five live. Courtois comes out of his penalty area for Belgium and the Danes, the high press, the energy in the first half, that has deserted them now. They're sitting in for the siege. I think, Karen, if you offer them the 1-1 draw now, Denmark would take oh, it. Oh, 100% they would. Um, possession stats, I haven't seen them, but I'm presuming, I'm guessing, it's heavily now in favour of Belgium. But I think the big difference is he's, he's staying away from, from the Danish captain, Kerr. I think he's so influential for them. You know, he's marking no one because De Bruyne is going into that false nine and Lukaku's moved to the right-hand side. And in the first half, he was winning everything against Lukaku and it just the confidence of the, the Danish side was growing and then it was kind of sapping then from Belgium because they had no answers. And he's so key, the captain of Denmark. You know, we've seen him off the pitch, but he's, he's having nothing to do because no one's around him. And, and, and that's been a big tactical change that's, that's worked in the favour of Belgium. 1-1 in Copenhagen still a quarter of the match to go and if Belgium can score again and win the match they will be through to the knockout stages with a game to spare but they've been given a real scare here by a determined Denmark in the first half and can the Danes summon that energy again here's little Damsgaard nipping in along the edge of the penalty area tries to dink one into the box but it breaks down and Eden Hazard picks it up and he's looked sharp since coming on he's fouled but not until after he released a pass to Kevin De Bruyne Hazard back up at his feet De Bruyne shows he is human with a pass that's overcooked towards Lukaku and it goes out of play for a throw into the Danes do you know what I'm, I'm like going to admit now it's horrendous you know commentary for me because in the first half Belgian players gave it Way, but when Kevin De Bruyne does it I'm like oh yeah. I kind of forgive him because he is human but um, but he, I'm sure he'll pick out a wonder pass in the next one well, it is a different proposition for the Danes now Hazard because it's Torgan Hazard who scored the goal but Eden Hazard who's come on Lukaku has found new pocket of space I mean you've got to credit Roberto Martinez he, he shifted the position he moved Lukaku out from that centre forward location to the right wing and it has given him the space he needed as De Bruyne tries to pick a pass through to Lukaku there and it's just about intercepted by Christensen and Denmark are able to come away with possession they're still inside their own half Joachim Mela on the left hand side feeds it up to Pierre-Emil Hoiberg on the halfway line back now behind him to Christensen Belgium have got everyone back in defensive position it's up to the Danes to try and break them down remember Denmark lost their opening game so they really need to take something from this one to keep it exciting for them going into the last day as Thomas Delaney turns rolls it back to Simon Kerr played that real leadership role during the Christian Eriksen drama on Saturday up now to Strieger Mela will break into the penalty area left-hand side he's done well to elude Witzel it's on his right boot and he hits it powerfully but straight at the goalkeeper and Courtois makes the save now this one was strange Jens Stoyer came in and got in a tussle with Courtois there was no need for that not sure what the Danish player was trying to achieve there I mean you're never going to get away with challenging a goalkeeper like that anyway play continues I think he was just trying to slow it as soon as Courtois had the ball he wanted to throw it out quickly and that was he was trying, trying to stop it and that was good play by Christian Norgaard who's looked bright since coming on he's won it near the halfway line he's given it up to Damsgaard ball into the penalty area Mela beaten to it by Jason Denier but then Denier gives it away and down he goes a penalty appeal Damsgaard hits the deck Denmark wants a penalty 
penalty, but it's not. It's going to be a yellow card for a dive. Mikkel Damsgaard is adjudged to have done some simulation there, and it is not a penalty. It is a yellow card. I'm sure Vieira will look at it in the background anyway, but Mikkel Damsgaard booked for diving. Yeah, and he's done. It's disappointing because it's such a dive, and he's done so well this whole game. The referee is literally five yards away from him. It's embarrassing to do that, I have to say that. Excellent positioning from Bjorn Kuypers. He is so close to the action there. He had such a good view of that. And Mikkel Damsgaard, yeah, it, it's not on a day that, you know, I think we've all been proud from a distance of how Denmark have composed themselves in emotional circumstances. That was poor. Damsgaard clearly trying to cheat to, to win a penalty as the ball is played forward towards Lukaku. Simon Kerr is the defender. Little chest down onto his instep by the big Belgian Lukaku, but he's been shepherded out towards the corner flag on the right-hand side. Vestergaard got back to help Kerr, but still Lukaku goes. He's got around two of them. He's been went out to the corner flag and came back in again. This is brilliant from Lukaku. A chance for Kevin De Bruyne, and he scores! Belgium from 1-0 down have turned it around. It's the Kevin De Bruyne show. He has turned this game on his head. His introduction has been a revelation. And Belgium now lead in Copenhagen. Denmark 1, Belgium 2. Kevin De Bruyne set one up. He's now scored the second. Oh, wow. What a goal. But can I just say, he's not celebrated Kevin De Bruyne. He's gone straight over to the Denmark crowd and kind of played it down. Didn't celebrate. Pure class. But talk about the goal. It's again Lukaku. And Kevin De Bruyne, Lukaku jinxes past two, three, four players using his strength, skill, power, passes it out wide and they get it out. One more pass out to Kevin De Bruyne who's running in late, unmarked, you know, on the edge of the 18-yard box, doesn't take a touch. It's a first-time left-footed shot, completely catches Schmeichel off guard and it's just low, it's driven, it's into the bottom corner and Schmeichel's not stopping that, no chance. And that's the difference, Lukaku... Kevin De Bruyne, pure class, 2-1 to Belgium, completely different game. The quality of the two Belgium goals has been immense. De Bruyne very sportingly not celebrated the goal as Karen describes. He knows what an emotional week it has been for the Danes. And that roller coaster, the highs, the lows, they haven't got off the ride yet. And the high of scoring after 99 seconds has been dampened by this second half performance. First, Torgan Hazard, 10 minutes into the second half. Now, Kevin De Bruyne, who set up the first goal, who has scored the second. And we can't praise Lukaku enough for his involvement in the build up to both goals as well. I mean, his stock was low when he left Manchester United, Lukaku, but he has been turned around by Antonio Conte at Inter, and that was brilliant from Lukaku. To, 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 you know, so many players, they go out to the quarter flag, and that's the end of the attack. He had the wherewithal to turn around, beat two players, and, and just when Denmark thought they could clear down the other end, bang, it's in the back of their own net. But I think it, it's all to do with Martinez. He's changed. You know, the confidence was just zapping you know, the first half from, from Lukaku because Kerr was just bullying him and I've never, I don't think I've ever said that about Lukaku but he was bullied in the first half shifted him out to the right-hand side and brought on Kevin De Bruyne and relieved some of that pressure from Lukaku and his confidence started to grow and grow Here they come again, the Belgians out comes Kasper Schmeichel did well to get there ahead of Eden Hazard and he clears it away with his feet from outside the penalty area but that was another dangerous opportunity uh, there's been a change for Denmark by the way Matthias Jensen who we know from uh, Brentford well has come on he's replaced Thomas Delaney in the midfield Matthias Jensen will be a Premier League player 
next season after Brentford's promotion. He came on as a sub for Christian Eriksen in those distressing circumstances on Saturday. Now he's on in place of Delaney, a game that Denmark for so long led 1-0, but now they trail 2-1. It's been, I mean, this has been such a good watch, and you know this has got a global audience all around the planet. People will be tuning into this. This is what we love from major tournament football. There has been such good quality. Denmark were brilliant in the first half, but Belgium have been even better in the second. It literally is a, a tale of first half, second half, complete difference and I do feel for Denmark I really do I think the energy they were just they started they came out of the trap so well um, and then the second half it's just a case of just bringing on quality and Kevin De Bruyne and changing it tactically and just big players make such a big difference Connor. some of Azard's touches Eden Azard's touches since coming on have been so graceful to watch he just he, he looks his body language is different to every other player he's so graceful in possession he just eludes opponents almost without breaking a sweat yeah and we, we spoke about giving possession away in the first half from Belgium and what they've done is Kevin De Bruyne is coming on as an extra midfielder and Eden Hazard he comes in as well so there's like four or five players now in that centre midfield and, and, and Denmark aren't really coping with that and now they're just keeping the ball so again I just can't praise the, the tactical swift change from Martinez yeah, it's been really good as I tried a dummy there which didn't fool Andreas Christensen so Denmark will come forward on the right hand side ball played into the penalty area Jens suggested a breakaway shot on target saved by Courtois that's Courtois best save of the game the Barcelona striker had that on target there was decent power on it Courtois of Real Madrid stretching using his tall frame and pushes the ball away from danger look it's a brilliant ball into Cornelius and he just sets it back it's a great chested setback to, to break rate who takes the shot and again it's a fantastic save there here come Belgium it's end to end now Denmark are pushing at one end Belgium counter-attacking excellent tackle care on Lukaku the loose ball falls to De Bruyne and he does shoot on target but this time he doesn't have the power and Kasper Schmeichel makes the save this is a great watch oh, now Denmark had thrown the kitchen sink at an equaliser and that's leaving gaps which then these, these talented attacking Belgians can exploit oh, there'll be more goals here Karen there must be quarter of an hour to play wow you, you just can't take your eye off this game it is unbelievable Cornelius who's come on a name who might be uh, familiar to our listeners had an unsuccessful spell at Cardiff when he was just a 20 year old but he's a, a different caliber of player now he plays in Italy these days at, uh, at Parma he's on loan from Atalanta he's on in what is his first major tournament can they provide an opportunity for Andreas Cornelius can Denmark get back on level terms at times they have been the better team today but at other times Belgium have been the better team and with the introduction it's like if you had a kids match and then suddenly Belgium's older brothers came along and they got joined in as well and it's a whole different story now De Bruyne, Hazard, they've made it different they're getting the best out of Lukaku here comes Braithwaite though breaks into the penalty shoots, left footed blocked away by Alderweireld tell you what, Denmark aren't giving up here they have found a second wind and these substitutes that they've brought on Jensen, Cornelius, um, Striga they have given them new energy they have, you know, and again he's been brilliant he really has he's been positive he drives into the penalty area they haven't really stood up to him it's gone for the shot and it's a sliding tackle and it's gone out for a corner but you're right they're definitely not giving up corner 
to Denmark. Again, all the fans are on their feet. No one sitting on the chairs in Copenhagen. Here comes the delivery, floating in extremely high. Vestergaard gets up and wins the header. Courtois off his goal line, looked to have been fouled. He ends up on the deck. The ball was cleared away anyway. And the referee is going to stop play, not because he felt it was a foul on Courtois, but because two players are now lying on the ground inside the six-yard box. And they are concerned in case there's an injury that needs to be dealt with there. Um, uh, and I think the referee's probably in the circumstances done the right thing because the ball was cleared away anyway. But big Vestergaard, we know how tall he is from Southampton. And it was a collision, Cornelius and Courtois, sorry, Kerr and Courtois, slamming into each other as uh, we get to see a replay of that, that wonderful tackle from Simon Kerr down the other end a few moments ago when he denied Lukaku. Kerr is absolutely unbelievable. He, again, I talk about the shift in change, it's because... Belgium have just stayed away from him because he's that good you know in the first half he, he was sensational and then the second half there with that tackle wow yeah I thought Lukaku was in he just slides in reads it so well what a player Courtois continuing to receive treatment if you're joining our coverage here what a game this has been what an absolute joy to be witnessing this Denmark 1 Belgium 2 the scoreline but that doesn't tell the half of it really emotional scenes before kickoff Danish players crying tears rolling down their cheeks during the national anthems a full house today in Copenhagen and such emotion huge number 10 shirt on the pitch ahead of kickoff for Christian Eriksen and a goal after just 99 seconds for Yusuf Paulsen to put the Danes in front uh, then the Belgians after 10 minutes stopped the game they kicked it out and they applauded for Christian Eriksen really lovely scenes to watch and Denmark we thought they were going to score a few more goals in that first half such was their dominance such was the unsettled beginning to the match of Roberto Martinez Belgium however changes made at halftime introduction of Witzel and of De Bruyne and it's been a different kettle of fish Aiden Hazard on for Belgium and they are now bossing the game Courtois is back up at his feet we can get back underway Denmark 1, Belgium 2. We are strapping ourselves in for the big finish here. There are 12 minutes to play in Copenhagen. There'll be a bit added on for the stoppages too. Long ball, pump forward. Lukaku wins it in the air, but that goes back to Kasper Schmeichel. Denmark have to go for this, having lost the opening game, Karen. Yeah, they do. You know, I'm just trying to see what shape they're going to. I think Eifert's trying to play a little bit closer to Cornelius now because they need to start getting that link up. Cornelius has set it back. Braveway's got the pace to try and get them back, and they're going to try and push Belgium back. They're already going into that five now, not a three. They're really pushing them back. What a cameo it's been from Kevin De Bruyne, who's on the ball at the moment. Left wing for Belgium, drags the ball under his studs. Then he's, I mean, he's playing with such flamboyant. He flicked it onto to Eden Hazard, who did a rainbow kick. This is ridiculous stuff. This is Globum... Uh, Harlem Globetrotters I always mix that up when I say Harlem Globetrotters guys the fancy flicks it's the tricks ridiculous stuff for Belgium you swear they were 3-0 up not in a game that they looked set to lose at halftime this is remarkable but it's all been about De Bruyne for me he's become the first player to score and assist as a second half substitute at a Euros since the 2012 final you might remember Fernando Torres came on for Spain and he did that against Italy he's been brilliant to watch De Bruyne here and the party pieces are coming out for Belgium now they believe they've got this game under control have Denmark got anything in them to try and come back and get that equaliser although Vereld gives it back to Denier over the halfway line it comes Torgan Hazard to Kevin De Bruyne and it's keep ball now and this is a complete mirror image 
to the scenes in the first half when Belgium couldn't put two passes together. Now they are frustrating the Danes by keeping ball as Olderweireld spins away from the uh, attentions of uh, Matthias Jensen. He plays it down the right wing towards Lukaku and then the ball. It's a foul by Lukaku on Vestergaard. It's a free kick to the Danes and they can't get it down the other end quick enough. Well, yeah, I think, I think now... Belgium are just going to be happy to try and sit back and defend and hit them on the counter-attack because they've got to go for it, Denmark, as you said. Ooh, Courtois slides out of the penalty area, but he didn't handle it. He went down to, to grab it with his hands. His momentum brought him out of the box. As soon as he realised that was happening, he moved his hands away from it. He sort of chested it on the ground out of the penalty area. And the ball goes down the other end and out of play. And this a yellow card is going to be shown here as the... Dutch referee Bjorn Kuypers comes across. I mean, it's been a game that's been played at such a competitive nature. There's not been much nasty stuff at all. But Matthias Jensen is the latest to be shown yellow. That for the deliberate foul on Lukaku. Tillemans, my apologies. Yeah, look, he, he's just getting away there. But looking again at the Courtois chance where we thought he may have handled it outside of his box. He didn't. He was smart enough to release the ball as he slid out. I'm just thinking now, I think Braithwaite, he's going to be the one for me that's going to make the difference for Denmark to get them back into this game. They've got to go for it. They've got nothing to lose. They've really got to push forward and try and find that energy. I know it's difficult, and especially given the circumstances they've been through. What they've been through, the emotion that they've been through, the ecstasy of scoring so early in this game, the, the heartache of seeing the quality of Hazard and they're going to come on and set up goals for Belgium. And now, with a Belgian player down and needing some treatment, the booze around the stadium in Copenhagen are because they feel Belgium are wasting time now. It is Tolkien Hazard, scorer of Belgium's first goal in the game, set up by Kevin De Bruyne. The referee is saying, OK, if you're hurt, that's fine, but go off the pitch if you're hurt. You can't delay the game any further. <laughs> He's like, get off. He's like literally pointing him, get off. Um, but yeah, I think Denmark now just tactically looking and thinking, how can we get ourselves back in this game? Let's see. Kasper Hulman there, talking to his rest of his staff. How can we get back into this game, he's asking. Warm day in Copenhagen, but Hunter Martinez looks cool as a cucumber in his smart-fitted suit. He's just screwed the top off a bottle of water, taking a swig. He wasn't in the first half. Absolutely <laughs> not. He was not first half. It has worked out well for Belgium today, but... I think, you know, I actually think this will serve them well in the tournament. Had they come and just blown Denmark away today, they might have become a bit cocky. This will keep them grounded how they were troubled in the first half, and yet it will keep them confident that they know they've got the strength and depth of squad. Ball give it away here, though. Mela, chance for Cornelius to cross for the left hand side. Braithwaite was a whisker away. Oh, so close to 2 2. Excellent cross, Cornelius, and he slid in like Gaza at Euro 96. He's giving every sinew here as the ball is drilled in in front of him. Braithwaite stretches. He just can't get there. Any touch at all at Denmark would have been level. That is an unbelievable cross from Cornelius. It's one of them, the defenders hate it because they're scared it's going to go in and it's a centre-forward stream. But literally, Braithwaite, he just couldn't get there. He just couldn't get there quick enough. But, wow, what a ball in from Cornelius. There's, there's still belief in this team, in this Denmark team. Right, they there's are still going, a chance. They're going edge it up another notch now Vestergaard the defender is sacrificed Andreas Sko Olsen will come on plays in Italy with Bologna he's a striker so they've now got Cornelius and Braithwaite and they've got Norgaard and they've got Scho Olsen and they want to go and make it 2-2 Denmark because at the moment they're staring 
back-to-back -back defeats in Euro 2020 in the face despite playing both games on home soil. Kevin De Bruyne, who's been great to watch since coming on. Back to Axel Witzel, who's, you know, very unshowy, unfussy compared to De Bruyne and Hazard, you hardly notice him, but he's made a difference too. Just that presence, you can tell the Belgian teammates are delighted to have him back in the midfield. It's just experience, you know, first half they couldn't, they couldn't pass to one of their teammates but he just comes on and what Hazard does is he holds on to the ball he'll take a touch he'll take it under pressure and he just relieves it and the confidence then grows within the side lovely touch there from Hoybjerg to release the ball with a little makeshift back heel to Matthias Jensen Braithwaite attacks down the left hand side for Denmark hangs in across too close to Courtois who had anticipated that he was already moving off his goal line and he's able to gather it and just a reminder you know we, we've talked a lot about the attacking Belgian players they do have one of the best goalkeepers in the world as well they do but you know what Braithwaite he's been a constant threat the whole game and if they, he can do what they've just done the last two minutes or so get the ball in wide areas get crosses in they've got Cornelius on the pitch now he's a physical presence they just need to keep putting Belgium under pressure and pinning them back and it's going to come down from the sides get the crosses into the box been some story here you'll hear all about it in the daily Euros tomorrow which will pop up uh, if you subscribe on BBC Sounds which that will also contain all the build-up to England against Scotland from Wembley. It's a really big game in the group stages tomorrow. We'll be building up to it on Five Live Breakfast from 6am. Cross it to the penalty area by Mela, who's had a storming game for Denmark. Headed away by the Belgian defence. This is Norgard, who's been really good since coming on. Swivelling on the edge of the penalty area. Needs an outlet. Stoyer's available on the right-hand side. He's the right wing-back, though they have gone to four of the back now since uh, Vestergaard has gone off. But they've still kept the, the wing-backs. It's just two of the back now for Denmark. Mark. It has to be. They're staring back-to-back -back defeats in the face. And you know, it's remarkable, Karen, if they end up losing it, I still think they'll get heroes welcome from their fans for the performances. You know, it's, it's a funny situation that they could lose two games back-to-back, -back, and yet everyone in Denmark will feel they've done their team so proud. Here's a ball into the penalty area, cleared away by Torgan Hazard. Not very convincingly, mind you. And it's going to be picked up here uh, by Skov Olsen. He's crossed into the middle, and they're in the crossbar! Braithwaite with the header that clips the bar you cannot get closer to an equalizer than that Courtois was nowhere near it brilliant work in the build-up by Andreas Skolson who's just come on his cross was perfect Martin Braithwaite's header was almost perfect it's hit the corner of the stanchion of the post and the crossbar you cannot get much closer than that I thought that was it I thought that was the equaliser. I jumped up and I got cramp, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but what a chance. Olsen comes on, he does magic. Good feet. And I talked about it. Get crosses into the box, gets the cross in. And, and there's the main man, Braithwaite. He's been sensational the whole game. Gets up, wins his individual battle, gets a good head on it. It's just hits the crossbar there's dead there's belief that there's another opportunity for sure for Denmark they are running out of time rapidly though three minutes to play Denmark had a great spell for half an hour in the second half but uh, Belgium I'm saying but Denmark have now found that second win they've had a few chances now Braithwaite's been really good Cornelius has been excellent since coming on as Vertonghen plays it forward to Belgium but it's uh, straight to Stoyer on the right hand side and the Danes dressed all in red 
urged on by their capacity crowd in Copenhagen. It's great to have full houses back at football again. Listen to the noise of the Danish fans sing. This is Five Live from the BBC. This game almost all over. Can there be a last hurrah for the Danes? Matthias Jensen to the edge of the penalty area. Hoiberg tries to shoot. Denier blocks it. Sits up for Cornelius. His shot is blocked by Vertonghen. Then there's appeals for a handball. It's appeals by the defenders. They think that Cornelius handled it. Play on, says the referee. As Skovolsen tries to find the room for a cross and he can't. And it goes out of play. And Denmark remain on the attack. They've got a throw in. Level with the edge of the penalty area. This ain't over yet. And don't forget the crowd are really urging them on now. There's definitely momentum going in their favour. Can they make it count? You can imagine the scenes in the hospital in Copenhagen and watching on Christian Eriksen from his hospital bed. He'll be urging his team to get the equaliser here. Mela has possession just near the centre circle. It's all hands on deck for Belgium now. They're back defending. Braithwaite tries to slip one in for Andreas Skovolsen, but it's intercepted and Belgium get it away. The goalkeeper Courtois puts the big boot and it sends it up towards Romelu Lukaku. The header won though by Simon Kerr and Denmark have got the ball back again. They have it bang on the halfway line. Hoybjerg up to Braithwaite, releases it. Here's an opportunity. Jensen heads to the area, cracks it a shot and it's just too high. Wow, they're going for it now. But Jensen couldn't keep it down and it sails about a foot over the crossbar. A brilliant chance. Oh, I think he could have kept going. I think he snapped, he just took the shot. Look, he was pretty close. But I still think he had more time. I still think he should have gone 1v1 and really gone for it. What a game. What wow. a game. Denmark are hanging on now. They've got their goals. Torgan Azard and Kevin De Bruyne. However... It's Denmark who are rattling them now, trying to get an equaliser for 2-2. They're almost out of time. We're moving into stoppages. We'll find out in any second now what's been added on. Five live for the BBC. Copenhagen has seen some scenes. The agonies, the ecstasies this week. Is this to end in defeat? Five minutes to be added on, Gareth. Well, this has some way yet to go. It's going to be chance, Connor. There's going to be one big moment, one big chance. Christiansen of Chelsea on the halfway line. Plays it off to Norgard. He's got all his teammates ahead of him. To the right-hand side, Jens Stoyer. Early ball into the penalty area. And it's an attempted flick on by... Sawyer, but he can't get a firm touch. It was a great run into the penalty area. He wasn't picked up there, but a breath of relief for Belgium as it goes out for a goal kick. They've just got to gamble. Any time the cross is coming, that was a good ball, but they're just not anticipating. Got to gamble. Look, there's four minutes left. Any time the ball goes out wide, oh, no. Throwing things on plastic glass onto the pitch in front of Courtois. He kicks it away, and then he kicks the ball up the field. Martin Braithwaite's had six attempts at goal at this game. No one at Euro 2020 yet has had more than that. Sheik also had six against Scotland. Belgium have lost their attacking rhythm. They're just in defensive mode now. They can't string two passes together in attack. Eden Hazard nearly wins the ball back there and it actually hits the referee. I think so he played it off him on position. purpose, you know, mm, because he was clever, under pressure. There were two clever. players around him and I actually think he, he passed it on the referee. You wouldn't put it past Eden Hazard. He's always thinking one step ahead. Free kick to Denmark inside their own half stoppage time in Copenhagen what a game this has been one of the best of the group stages will it end with celebration for Denmark if they can get the equaliser it's played forward Cornelius slips in the penalty area as it was headed down towards him so close again Stoyer's winning everything now his headed flick on 
for Cornelius and as he was trying to lunge onto it he lost his footing down he went to the penalty area to be fair he wasn't appealing for a spot kick or anything it was just as he twisted he fell and De Bruyne now pushes a ball in front of Mounier down the right hand side Denmark have given it everything at the other end now they've got to drag their tired bodies back into the fence Axel Witzel with a trademark bushy hair plays a 1-2 with Telemans Belgium just need to hold the ball here they're in their opponent's half they need ice cool veins now Aiden Hazard has got possession rolls it to Mounier now into Kevin De Bruyne he'll try to play a 1-2 with Lukaku but Lukaku was offside it's a free kick to Denmark and they can't get it down on the other end quickly enough Denmark 1 Belgium 2 it's almost all over on 5 lives Kasper Schmeichel's just urging him to get forward he's going to just boot it long pick up the first ball pick up the second ball the pride in the jersey so evident from the Danes Schmeichel launches it forward Stoyer wins the header but it's just flicked on through to Courtois and he shepherds it and he's clever here he's wasting time he allows a trickle out for a goal kick and uh, great wait points to the referee, points to the imaginary watch at his wrist and says look at it, they're, they're wasting time and the referee says whatever they waste we'll have to add on what a game, what a game this has been brilliant to watch, Paulson put Denmark in front the heavy guns came off the bench though in the second half for Belgium and uh, De Bruyne Torgan Hazard have scored the goals out of them 2-1 in front and heading for back-to-back -back wins to kickstart their campaign for the world number ones Andreas Scorosa now is he fouled by Torgan Hazard he is yellow card comes out again he's been good since he's come on Molson because he's just brave he's going in 1v1 situations he's nipping past players this is a big moment now delivery from this wide free kick has to be on the money it has to be on point because this has got to be the last chance, Connor, right? Remember, they have taken off Vestergaard, the giant defender. Tolkien has out there. I mean, that, was, that, that would have been a foul in rugby. That, that was so rough. On uh, the winger, Skovolson. And now they're sending everyone forward. Even Kasper Schmeichel is up there. Can he summon the powers of Liverpool's Alisson? Can we get a dramatic goalkeeper goal? Vermeilen has been brought on for Tolkien Hazard, who had just picked up that booking. Schmeichel trying to find some space on the edge of the penalty area. What drama in Copenhagen. Denmark 1, Belgium 2. This could be the last throw of the dice. The clock ticking on rapidly. It's Matthias Jensen's delivery. It's Lukaku's header beating Schmeichel. There's no one in goal for Denmark. Kevin De Bruyne has it. He rolls it into some space. There's no one marking the goal if Mounier can shoot here. Does he back himself to do so? He gives it in and it's cleared away off the goal line by Andreas Skovolsen. He has saved that particular moment for Denmark. He gets a high five from the retreating Kasper Schmeichel. That was nearly Mounier's moment. Just when we think this game can give us no more drama. Wow. What a game. You know, it goes from one end where it's going in. Schmeichel does a diving header, but he doesn't get on it. And then Belgium go the other end and try and score when he's out of goal. It has been unbelievable. Belgium take the corner short. That was, I mean, it was Schmeichel who it was challenging for the header, but beaten in the air by the taller Lukaku. Belgium have just got to hold on to the possession now we've said it a few times and they haven't been able to do it the clock is ticking on we've played over the five minutes Witzel to the edge of the D Belgium in white if they could get a third goal it'll finally put the nail in the coffin but for now the Danes are going to play on Tillemans has given it away chance of a counter-attack four on four Braithwaite down the left-hand side creeping into the penalty area the Barcelona man shoots blocked away by Alder Vereld and that might be the final action of the game the referee blocks 
blows the final whistle and Denmark gave this their all. They threw everything at it late on. That'll be Belgium back. Have won. As Belgium has defeated Denmark 2-1. Good afternoon, everyone. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Gauze. Denmark scores in the first 98 seconds, but the second half of the story was Belgium and two beautiful, absolutely beautiful goals, both set up by Lukaku, giving Belgium the 2-1 lead. And now they go 2-0-0, and so Belgium will be moving on to the final 16. At 3 o'clock, we have got Netherlands versus Austria. Gareth Wheeler will be joining me at halftime to look back at this crazy game that we just watched and to talk all things Netherlands and Austria. You are listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here.